Limerick Today now on 46 A public meeting has taken place online, of course, uh, to plan an evening time and nighttime strategy for Limerick City. Very much on the agenda in recent times. And uh, the meeting was held over Zoom and it brought together many different people, including retailers, publicans, artists, as well as representatives from the Give Us the Night campaign very important time uh, at the moment to be strategizing about this because obviously uh, that economy is closed right now for very good public health reasons. So we're joined on the line uh, by Councillor Elisa O'Donovan from Limerick City and County Council and Michael McMahon of Mother Max Pub. And you're both welcome. Morning to you. Um, uh, first of all, Elisa, we just need to mention, and very unfortunately in the context of Limerick City Centre, the closure of Debenhams. Yeah, I mean, I my, my heart really goes out to the hundreds of staff um, who lost their jobs yesterday in Limerick City. Um, it came as a real shock to them. I spoke to some of them um, last night over the phone. Um, it, it, it was a sad day for the city, you know, um, and uh, it, it really just highlights, I think, how we, we do need to use this time to, to develop strategies around how we can really make our city more livable and, and how we can keep really important economies like the retail economy and 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 things like that um, in our city. Yeah. Michael, what have you guys at Mother Max been doing in the meantime and you know it's clear from some of the reporting that even when restrictions are lifted, pubs might be one of the last places to be allowed to reopen. Morning Joe, how are we doing? Good. Yeah. We I suppose realistically we've been doing very little over the last 2 weeks. I mean, we we we've been very conscious of the restrictions that have been placed on us. Um, and I suppose, and in respect to, to our response to it, you know, we, we have to be cautious as well. You know, we can't have bodies moving around the place. Or even if we were to do works, we'd be cautious of, of that too. But really, I suppose we're. we're well, have you been doing any kind of cleaning or painting or anything of that nature? No, we've been doing we've been doing very very little internally, but we've been planning. We've been planning for when we open. So we've been we've been we've we've been doing a number of online courses with our staff. Um, whiskey courses, craft beer courses, just to keep keep them their knowledge up to speed so that when we open up again, we're, we're, we're as good and as strong as we can be. And it's good to hear that message. So are you confident you will get to the point of being able to reopen? Yes, of course, yeah. Yeah, very important for the staff to, to know that. Yeah, it's, it, this, is, it, this is going to be business as, as usual eventually. You know, I, I think with the message we have to go is that this will run its course and when it does, and when we're when we're allowed to open under whatever restrictions they are, we will, you know. But it, but it, but in the long term, it will be business as usual. Elisa, you know, it has been something of a challenge anyway, a nighttime strategy for Limerick City, especially Limerick City Centre. So this was before COVID nineteen. Um, it's now going to be all the more challenging. Absolutely. Well, I think really now the time is is ripe um, for for transformation of our city and to make people feel positive about the, the future of our city. And I do have to say, I think it was lovely, touched by, by Mother Max and by Michael. They put up lovely, um, supportive messages to people on on their windows, which is which is really nice to see. Um, and um, like I think people generally feel um, very sort of positive about um, our city um, and, and the future of it. But there are things that we could really be planning for now. I know that um, certainly... You know, having to stay at home during this time has really highlighted to me just how much there are experiences that I miss in Limerick, whether it's going to the 
the bell table and going to see a play there or heading down to the milk market or meeting a friend for a drink in Mother Max. And, you know, these are things, these are social experiences that we have all the time in our city that we actually realise how much we, we, we value and that we miss during times like this. Um, so I would have brought a motion, um, you know, in November to the council in relation to developing a nighttime strategy for the city because it is not something that we have done before. Um, I had planned to have a public meeting anyway in relation to this because I think in order to develop a strategy for the city, we need, it requires an alliance of diverse stakeholders that are involved in our, in our evening and our nighttime economy. Um, so that is why I decided, well, look, we'll just go ahead with the meeting and we will hold it on Zoom, um, which we did last Friday. And it was great to get those sort of diverse stakeholders together and just discuss and plan this um, so that when things are up and running again, that we have concrete actions in place um, to make um, the, the evening and, and nighttime economy really vibrant in our city centre. Yeah. And Michael, I mean, what for you would be the most important things that could be done on a community level, you know, be that the council or others, to help the nighttime economy in Limerick uh, once we get back to that point? So I, I suppose I just want to just add to that a little bit as well. That that meeting was very, very positive. And I, and I think our experience of, of the council to date and, and Elisa has been very, very positive. You know, communication has been great from them um, and, and they're trying their best. Now, I think realistically Limerick has a, has a unique um, a unique problem when we, we talk about the donors effect at times you know and, and what we gathered from that meeting last Friday was that we have a lot of activities going on at night time a lot of cultural activities a lot of socializing activities and maybe we're not communicating it out as well as we should but also maybe the transport to get in and out of the city um, at night time isn't as, isn't as good as it could be you know so I think we have opportunities that number one around communication and number two around transport that in, in the immediate term could could be rectified and would have a, would have a very very positive effect. Yeah. The other thing Elise is there's first mover advantage here uh, as well, isn't there? You know, for Limerick as a whole, if we can have ourselves ready to rock at the very first opportunity, you never know what that might lead to. Oh, absolutely. Like I think that um you know, one thing that the City of Culture really highlighted um, back in 2014 is the ability of Limerick to be able to be, I think, um, a leader nationwide in sort of evening time culture and nighttime activities. And we had a representative from the Give Us the Night campaign on our public meeting on Friday. Um, and their campaign would be um, kind of based mainly around sort of Dublin nightlife. But, but, but he was saying that he really sees Limerick as the driver of this. Um, you know, and, and um, like I think there is so many people in our city who are, are really interested in, in creating a, like a rich and sustainable mix of social activities. And I think that was a really interesting thing about all the stakeholders that we had to the meeting last Friday was, you know, this isn't just um, based around like publicans. And we had artists there, you know, we had um, uh, retailers there as well. Um, it's about making sure that our city doesn't just shut down at six o'clock in the evening, but there are lots of activities for people to do um, after six o'clock. And what has been great over the last number of years in Limerick is we've seen um, whole new markets emerging. And um, so for one example would be the Treaty City Brewery up on Nicholas Street. And, um, you know, like people are now going to that brewery in the evening time. And we see things like uh, nighttime kayaking 
I don't know any other city in Ireland that has these sort of nighttime activities available to citizens. And it goes back to what Michael is saying, that we really need a robust strategy just in relation to communicating, that people know that those activities are there. Um, And also, I think the the big thing that was highlighted last Friday was the the, the lack of transport options for people um, after, let's say, half 11 at night time. Um, so we kind of need to look at that and address that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christy, who I think might be winding me up here, said, uh, sorry to hear about the closure of Debenhams and about the staff that have lost their jobs, but wouldn't this be a great time for Marks and Spencer to move in? It's a beautiful building and I'm sure they'd jump at the chance. Do we need not to move beyond this Marks and Spencer stuff? I mean, if Marks and Spencer come, they come. And I know Arthur's key development is looking at that, isn't it, Tiernan Properties? But seriously, guys... M&S. Yeah, I think I think it's really important to note that we we do have to, and we we have a new revitalisation uh, manager for the city, um, and I think what we have to do in regards to the city is 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 look at why people come into the city centre, um, and I think we're seeing a shift in relation to people coming into the city centre for kind of social and leisure experiences, just as much as retail and shopping. Um, and I think that's a really important thing that we have to reflect on um, moving forward in Limerick, is that it, it can't just be all about retail. That's obviously really important. Um, but we have to look kind of beyond that as well and the experiences that the council and, and other people are um, offering in the city centre and draw people in that way as well. Right. Well, uh, thank you very much to Councillor Lisa Donovan for talking to us and to Michael McMahon of Mother Mac's uh, pub in more innocent times. We were talking about the 2020s being a really important phase for the development of uh, Limerick and never thought that COVID-19 was going to hit us all the way it has. Uh, But it makes it all the more important that we can get going again. And, um, you know, as people who know me well would know, I'd win the Boring Persons World Championships. But even I'm missing that social dimension that you know it's it's amazing um michael when it's taken away from you that you just something you take for granted to dip in and out of you know, oh, and, and and as as we said i mean we, you said we've some, we've some lovely banners gone up and there's a, we have a lovely sentiment that absence makes the heart absence makes the heart grow fonder you know and that's that's true of the the, the city you know we, we're, we're 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 out of the city center we're doing what we should be doing in terms of the covid 19 restrictions we're, we're missing the parks, we're missing the retailers, we're missing the pubs, we're missing the, all the activities that go on in the city, you know. And, and I think what will, what will happen, Joe, is that when, when we are allowed back, you know, it, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be much different, a changed face. You know, I think we'll be much more happier, we'll be much more appreciative of what, of what we actually have because we have a wonderful city. You know, and I think sometimes we, we take it a little bit for granted. You know, we have a huge amount of activities going on, we have a huge space, you know, and, and there's a lot of people doing a lot of very, very good work. We talk about TLC, you talk about the Limerick Council. You know, I think once we reopen, and business as usual, and that's across the whole city, I think we'll see a very different, uh, very different space. Good man, Michael. Well done. That's a positive message on which to end uh, this particular chat. Best of luck to you and to all at Mother Max and indeed the other publicans and the retailers and restaurateurs uh, around Limerick City and County who are in tough times at the moment, but hopefully good times are to come again in the not-too-distant future. That's Michael McMahon and then Councillor Elisa O'Donovan. Thank you too. Call Limerick today now on 461995.